straight from Tom Clancy's imagination to the page to the screen. Welcome to episode 60 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. when they used to do phone numbers with a, a word and then a couple of digits. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Klondike was the one that it's like if you'd hear those things in movies, it's often Klondike, but I don't know what numbers those Klondike stands for. Just makes me think of the Klondike bar, which I've also never had. Uh, I've had it. That's overrated. Like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Like, I don't know. I'd give you a couple bucks know. and make no effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's a good commercial. <laughs> I'd give you a dollar eighty. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I would do for a Klondike bar. Like if you handed me one, yeah, I'd cough up a little bit, but I, I'm not going to search it out. I just, yeah, I mean, it's just like a vanilla ice cream with chocolate on the outside, right? Yeah, and yep. it's not even That's as good it? as a dilly bar. No. No, it ain't. Well, I'm excited for F9. I'm, uh, I'll accept, yeah. I think, I think nobody seems too high on Cena. Uh, no. Although Dom's, bro- I'm, Dom's yeah. brother deserved to be better, like, I know I'm intrigued it, by showing Dom's actual family. I am too. But Very you tell intrigued. Me, you tell me the Toretto brother is showing up, and it, it can't be John Cena. Sorry, just doesn't have the chops. It's I like not John great. Cena. There's a role for him in the Fast Universe, absolutely. For but sure. It's not, it's not Dom Toretto's hot-headed younger brother. <laughs> Which is what he is. <laughs> I agree with you. But I, I think it would be kind of interesting if Ron Toretto, that's what I'm calling him, was <laughs> a scrawnier guy. Oh, who uses his agility and wits? Yeah. And maybe he's in the hacker scene. He's in the hacker scene, but also martial arts trained. He has to be able to kick ass. What is happening? <laughs> We're recasting the role of Ron Toretto in <laughs> F9 The Fast Continues. Mm-hmm. And he can kick ass, but maybe we don't know that until late game. Yes. yes. Like a real yep. Will Ferrell type. Yep. First couple fights that break out, it's not that he runs away. He's not cowardly, but he's he's able to step aside or use his wits to get through the incidents. So, like, he never he, we never see him kick ass. He's not weak, but he just plays it another way. And then late in the movie, when he has no choice but to kick ass, he kicks ass. Yeah. And maybe he's maybe good with, like, Statham. a... Yeah, maybe he's got, like, knife skills or something. I would like that. Uh, now I'm thinking John Wick, when they have the knife-throwing fight, and they just keep oh my throwing God. knives into each other. Incredible. It's so good. <laughs> it's so uh, good. Movies, guys. Remember those? John, John Wick. They're very good. Give you a spoiler of what film we're doing today because oh, yeah. I did prepare last night. I watched uh, a film that I I didn't check with you, but I assume neither of you watched it or care. I watched the Amazon original without remorse. 
Um, I don't know what that is. I've seen it twice. You have? (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) That made my stomach hurt. I did so much work. I didn't believe you for a goddamn second. (laughs) I'm so gullible. So good. I watched it right again. Without remorse, Tom Clancy. Yeah. Um. I hated. I hated this film. Um. But I watched it and I made notes as I went. Is this a Michael B. joint? Yeah. I thought this was a television show. That's a movie. It's a movie, but it's an Amazon movie. So I watched it from the comfort of my own home. Okay, Amazon produced it. or Amazon purchased and shown? Produced. Studios. And Amazon original, yeah. Hmm. Clancy. You know, there's a lot of Amazon original movies. Uh, and not many of them are good. I felt like this one was perfect fodder for our needs. And it's yes. it's so bad and not even funny bad that I, there's not much. And it's not even complicated it's just a very straightforward and boring piece of crap sorry it's a tom crancy thing crancy it's a tom clancy thing crancy no tom crancy (laughs) edgy it's a tim crancy it's a tim crancy film and and sorry it's a tom clancy film and it's not complicated i didn't find it complicated that it's failed straight off the bat the (laughs) One Great thing point. that's reliable about anything Tom Clancy is that it's extremely complicated. I, I found it very straightforward. Excellent. Some of some Clancy, when adapted to film, can get pretty straightforward. I'm thinking about Patriot Games. Not a lot there. Um, yeah. It's in the backstory. Right. That's the simplest the of the bunch, though. It, absolutely, it is. There's others that are, you know. Uh, the one with Ben Affleck was very complicated. He was on the phone a lot. Some of all fears. Tom Clancy's going to get himself into the weeds on a, on like the details of an aircraft carrier. And some, a lot of the time that gets carried over to the film too. You're like, yeah, you know, this is cool and everything, but like, I don't understand. Or like the, the, the guy, the, the like radio control, air traffic control guy on a, an aircraft carrier is talking into a microphone for like four minutes and you're like, I don't yeah. know any of these terms you're saying. Like, it what did, is it? That's yeah, happening? It did feel like it was much more bookish and probably spoke to Russia-U.S. relations in a very detailed way. Spoiler. Totally. It's a Russian enemy situation. Oh, wow. Now you spoiled it. <laughs> um, is it... Uh, okay, now, didn't Amazon also make the uh, one with Jim from The Office? They do. Is that... And he's playing Jack Ryan, and I believe the show is called Jack Ryan. Yes. The Ryan Chronicles. Yeah, this is non-Ryan based. And, okay, we've got to get into this movie, but I just want to say that Top Gun in theater in Dolby was one of the better decisions I've made in a long time. So happy to hear it. I was smiling from ear to ear under my mask the entire time. It is such a visual and audio movie. Like the music is just banging, like through the whole thing. So to see, to hear that on the Dolby would have oh been. Oh my god! I think uh, it's the best soundtrack, song, and orchestration of all time. I know. The score, like the score. Oh, <sighs> it makes me want to. It makes me want to kill a man. Just, <laughs> but for America, obviously. But like, but kill. Yeah. The craziest part about it, which I knew, but this time i really was focusing on is that there is no conflict they only fight against enemies i think twice one at the beginning and one at the very end yeah and the rest is just flight training stuff and those enemies are not identifiable it's not built to an inflection point at all 
I don't even really understand it. They're trying to make a rescue of a boat and they have to do air support. <laughs> it's well, crazy. Well, which, well, the I think the final one, the the final one is is a real mission and I think they're over like was it Pakistan or it was like They do of, not say. Uh they do. They're over the Indian Ocean or Yeah, they say over Russians. the Indian Ocean. They don't identify yeah. them. They don't identify Russians. They don't identify a country at all. I think that's the that's how the army let them do this with their blessing. But I feel like they're the Russians, but you're right, they don't say it, eh? No, they definitely don't. And so in the ending, yeah, it's a mission, but it's it seems like pretty low level mission and it's not like if we don't succeed in this then x y and z like there's no stakes this you're right i mean the stakes the true stakes of the movie are the dark soul the dark heart of a man's soul and whether he can overcome his demons that's it's, what the story is about so beautiful it's insane that it's a military <laughs> movie and that's what the conflict is the big screen really helped me understand a lot of the component parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so swear. I mean, whereas you didn't need the big screen <laughs> to understand the component parts of the Amazon Prime film <laughs> without remorse. No, wait, wait, I did on. not. Talking about Top Gun. We haven't even talked about. You have to respect my move here. Come on. <laughs> that was good. It was. God damn it. It's not gonna it work, but it was good. <laughs> And I do have remorse, but okay, that was good. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll, on the, we'll have to table a conversation about Tom Cruise coming over for a first date. Hours oh my late. god! Okay, and so the, wait. The first but... and the first thing he says is, "Can I take a shower?" <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> and then he leaves to go take a shower. I forgot that part too. He leaves the date mm-hmm. at the end. Like he doesn't stay over. He's he leaves and she says, "Where are you going?" He says, "I'm going home to take a shower." Like they bookend that scene. With shower. shower. So he shows up, showers. Oh, he doesn't shower. She says, he says, I'm going to take a shower if you don't mind. And she says, I do mind. I'm hungry. I do mind. That's right. She's got the food out. Yeah. So they have the whole date. And it's, I found the chemistry more provocative than I ever had before, even though I hate her. Big screen. Um, Big screen. It was erotic. Tom was very very erotic. He gets criticized a lot as not being able to do sex and and you know uh romance do very sex. well on screen yeah <laughs> but i think he's very erotic in this very erotic so this movie's called with or without remorse it's without remorse okay Grim. i i found that his level Grim. of remorse was neither here nor there would you say he had some no okay so it's an honest so it's title. It's accurate, yeah. Um, are, are you ready? Are you ready to start in Aleppo, Syria? I am. Um, oh. I got to tell you, I watched two th- maybe half of the trailer, two-thirds of No, not even half of the trailer, when you guys were talking on and on about whatever you were just talking about <laughs> for the last 45 minutes. You mean, you won't even and, say um, his name? <laughs> Top Gun. TG. TC. TG, TC. Um and made it, uh, it two thirds of the way through the trailer. Uh-huh. No, it was more like almost half. <laughs> and uh, I found it pretty intriguing, at least the beginning of it. Yeah, it looks like a movie. Yeah, it looks like a movie. It was like uh, he seemed to be some locked up in some sort of prison. Then he uh, decided he didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And then he got a phone call. He does get a phone call in the prison. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. 
You, you got it. I'm spoiling the spoil here. Check it out. Someone called him? Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. not usually how jail phone calls work. <laughs> I know. This film's usually got it's it all. Outgoing. Now I'm intrigued. I also see friend of the show, Cam G Gunday. <laughs> <laughs> is he in this film? About him. He sure is. Well, I, I couldn't tell you who he played, but I, I, could, I assume he's in the crew, in the troops. Yeah, the team. Give us a call. Hit us up, Cam. Hit us up on the <laughs> Skype chat. He plays the memorable character, Keith Webb. That helps. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll decide who Kim G. Gunde is as yeah, we go I'm, along. I can pick a couple options of who it could be. Of, like, white man. Yep, he's in the, he plays Mickey Hayden in Dangerous Lives. Now, <laughs> his next movie, his very next movie, Without Remorse. So what we've done is become a Gigande fan cast. <laughs> yeah. The question is if we want to dig into his uh, previous uh, works, including Assimilate, Ice, Black Sight Delta, and The Shadow Effect. Black Sight Delta sounds pretty good. Sounds really good. Yeah, I, I responded <laughs> to that as well. <laughs> okay, so Gigande is making a return. I, I think it's a first for Michael B. I don't think we've ever spoiled a Michael B. joint before, so... Really? I almost feel bad. BJ, welcome. He usually does good movies. He was good. His performance is good. So there's good. that. Happy to hear. Um, okay. So we're in Aleppo. Was he looking incredibly muscular? There's one scene later where he pours water over his shirtless torso. And yes. How did that go? How did that go for you? It, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good review <laughs> i enjoyed it he seemed refreshed it. he was he was he was warm i assume he was overheated <laughs> needed to cool down or maybe he was dirty maybe both he wanted to get a shower like tom cruise <laughs> actually it was a weird maneuver we'll get to all that it was a water-based fight maneuver <laughs> i can't wait and he was like no i don't even want to try to guess take me there get me there <laughs> The poster also seems to have two sides. It's one of those, like, I noticed, like, one side of his head is gray, and it, the color is, like, a blue-gray color scheme, and the right is a bright orange color scheme. It's, like, very, there's, like, two sides to him. Uh, the right side appears to be Russia. Looks like Russian architecture. Um, I feel like that poster is more complicated than this film. Very good. He's also just holding a giant gun in front of his face, so maybe that should yep. focus more on that part of it. <laughs> that part yeah. makes sense. Okay. Also sweaty. Yeah. Also, Tom Clancy gets his name literally in the title. Like, the official, formal, legal name of this movie is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. And that's He's just shows alive. you the power. I think I, he is alive, but I'm not sure. He must be old. He could be dead. I can't say. That'd be wild if he was dead. Not that wild. I mean, the guy's been writing books since like 1970 something. But that they would still use his name like that. Like they would, just, it would just be like so open. Like Tom Clancy is a is an idea. Tom Clancy is a state of mind. Okay, so we're in Aleppo, Syria, wartime, and Michael B is there. I'm going to call him Michael B or MJ. Uh, he's an elite Navy SEAL in the area, and. His team gets approached by Jamie Bell, who is some defense guy, like uh, DOD government, government, like DOD guy. And he says, guys, there's 
a CIA operative being held hostage and your mission is to exfiltrate him like by any means. And so that's how it starts. So they do that. I have questions already. Yep. You said wartime. You mean there's a a war? Is it the the recent war in? Yeah, it's modern times. Nothing more particular than that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so they go in on the mission. It's Michael B. and a group of guys. And at first they find the hostage, like, really easily. Uh, But then they get descended upon by anonymous bad guys. Anonymous at first. And, yeah, uh, Michael B. kills many bad guys in this raid. Like, many. Many kills. Is is this a hand-to-hand situation? Or is this a shoot in the face um, through, like, dusty warehouses and shit? He kills Maybe in, in Medina. He kills in many ways. Some with mm. weapons, some with the strength of his own body. Mm. Wow. Brutal. And yeah. is he in the zone? Is he uh how's he how is he as a man? Is he he's, is he on it? Is he distracted? Is he troubled? He's not troubled. He's very in the zone, not troubled at all. Like this is just his job and he's there to get the hostage, but he does notice something on one of the IDs of one of the bad guys that gives him pause. Oh, we'll come to that in a second. Um, so, yeah, just many guys get killed. He loses a few people on his own team. So he is troubled okay. by that. Um, yeah. And, but, but they successfully get the hostage, mission over, and they all reconvene with Jamie Bell for a debrief. And he says, you told us that the hostage situation was, like, local or, like, local gang <clears throat> bad guys. But this ID is russian military so what's up and jimmy bell like basically admits it and i didn't really understand what the big deal was but it's i guess a more of a global situation um that's got to be so upsetting that like your russian military guy forgot to take off his id badge yeah (laughs) buddy you know like you have so many things i know you gotta like pack your gear and you have guns and bombs and you're going to take a hostage, but like take, when you get there, take your ID badge off. That's yeah. like, you got to, and they, they, his buddies, they should all check each other. They should have like accountability buddies. Yeah. It should and be a checklist. Do it once over. Yeah. Remember we're posing as local Syrian gangsters. Are you wearing your ID badge? Yeah. <laughs> do you have your stamp card from the pierogi place at the, uh, at the, at the, uh, at the embassy? Yeah. <laughs> You don't need a deep, deep backstory because the fact of the matter is you're probably going to get murdered by Michael P. Jordan in a few minutes. But, like, you need to play at least a bit of a role here, okay? You can't have your ID badge attached to you. It'll blow the whole op. Anyway. I thought we were going to be able to mine any comedy from this terrible film. But, hey, I was wrong. So, great, great start. Never say that. I was concerned. Every, everything is funny. <laughs> Even remorseless murdering. So, that happens. Michael B. is pissed off, but that's that. Damage is done. Cut to three months later, Washington, D.C. He's there. He's married. He's already married um, to a loving wife named Pam. She's very pregnant, and they're having a little house party. And it comes up uh, with one of the guests that he has about to or has just retired from military and is getting a job in security, private security. And just, like, settling down with wife first and child? Prego. Well, first child, yeah. So DC-based. Par- 
DC base, yeah. Cut to Charlotte, North Carolina. There's a random white guy um, taking out the trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he takes out the trash. He, like, calls to his son. He's like, I'll be right back, buddy. Takes the garbage to the end of the driveway and gets plowed to death by a white van. Cut back to Michael B. Just still living life with the wife. Enjoying himself. <laughs> this, is, this is a whirlwind. Yeah. This is going fast. Cut. This is just the opening few minutes. Cut to Atlanta. Another random Whoa. white guy is in traffic. He's on the phone on his Bluetooth complaining to his wife. And then the Another car van. in front of him is, I think it's the same white van because it's not all in the same day. It's over a couple weeks. Same van. Um, same van. North is, Carolina to Atlanta. That's probably like six hour drive. You could probably kill two guys in a day if you really, if you didn't stop for gas. You could. Exactly. You could. But in any case, whatever day it is, the back of the van opens and this white guy gets shot to death through his windshield. So two guys down. Mm. Two <laughs> white guys down. Two MBJ, white- chilling. Yeah, so maybe drinking a Bud Light in the backyard, <laughs> barbecuing. Yeah, so yeah. now we're post party. I MBJ's, think it's a different day. MBJ's what? in DC, so it'll be a farther drive. So far, these kills are in more of the southern United States. Yeah, to random white guys. Yeah, they got to trek a little bit farther. So now it's a different day. Michael B is hanging with the wife. She wants to go to bed early. He's not ready to go to bed, so she says, "Why don't you go hang downstairs with her headphones? Like, leave me." you know, to my quiet. So he goes downstairs, he's laying on the couch with headphones on, just like listening to music, hanging, whatever, laying in the dark. Um, and I don't remember seeing the van, but I'm just going to say the white van shows up and four bad guys come out and they've got, um, like night goggle, green, lasery goggle things, night vision, night vision. And they break the circuit in the house, making all the power go off and all the lights go off. They trek, and Michael B. doesn't notice right away because he's just chilling on the couch anyway in the dark with his music. And these bad guys go upstairs. He's still listening to the music, doesn't notice. And they erupt gunfire on the bed, not bothering to look at who's laying there. Oh, my. Which finally gets his attention, and he realizes, like, all the lights are off and won't go on. Ugh. So he comes upstairs. He comes in hot, running upstairs, gun in hand. And um, he viciously kills three out of the four, as you yeah, would. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Takes him down. Gun blows. Gun blows. Right. Yeah, and like, gun but blows. a lot of like sweeping leg kick. A lot hmm. of that. Okay. Point blank action. But yeah, gun gun kill blows. And Again, feels very feels very John Wick influenced. You know that mix of both punching and kill blows with the gun, like. I'll trip you to the ground and then stick my gun in your head and shoot you dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll I, you on fat. The action yes. sequences were, were kind of balletic. That was probably the best part of the whole movie. Good. Right. Good. So it delivered on kill blows. Yeah. So he kill blows three out of the four, but he also takes a couple shots to his own gut. And so he doesn't really get Ooh, to oh. see the wife. Oh. Uh, but, I mean, she's dead. Shots of, of bullets? Shots of bullets. Takes a couple bullets to the guy. There's bu- so many movies that we do where the main character gets shot in the gut and then is just like kind of just chilling. <laughs> you know, like continuing doing whatever they're doing. He does go to the hospital if that makes you feel better. I think that's probably advisable. I agree. I, I guess. I mean, usually they go to like a vet. So at least <laughs> yeah. the hospital is one step up. They go to vet or they go to like an alleyway behind a dumpster. Yeah. 
Yeah. Someone who has a pair of tongs and like a <laughs> bottle of whiskey and a piece of wood to bite on. <laughs> There's always whiskey. You drink some, you pour some on your wound. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. And then, it's everywhere. Yeah. And then you're better. <laughs> okay. So, so the, he passes out from the gut shot. Yeah. He passes out. Next time we see him, he's in the hospital recovering. But in the meantime, Jamie Bell takes a meeting um, at whatever government office, DOD office he works at in DC and discusses this three consecutive kills and we learn that all three well not kills michael b lived but all three attacks were on men involved in the aleppo incident okay so because at first you just said two random white dudes and then him and i wasn't i didn't see the connection but it's aleppo yeah i didn't know the connection either until it was revealed i assumed but it was confirmed by jamie bell Right, and as we get deeper deeper into the file, can I also want to circle back to the hostage in Aleppo. Was that just another random white guy? Anything distinguishing about that hostage? That hostage plays no further role. Where does Gigande come into all this? I don't know. Where is Gigande? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. I'm um, trying to figure it out. So, so can I, we I just can't. get this out of the way also, that the wife lives? The wife she does not live. She wasn't in the bed? Oh, she's, she's dead. She's dead. Baby oh, yeah. dead, oh, okay. wife dead. All that. Well, that's just a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, this man's life just got turned around. I'm going to say that he's upset. Yeah. So at this meeting with Jamie Bell is Jody Turner Smith, Mrs. Pacey. Um, she's, I think she might have been in the original Aleppo thing as well, but she's recently been upgraded to more of a an office. Um, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Not security. Intelligence, like an office intelligence position, but she is uh, military trained and knows Michael B. I think so now. So she gets in Jamie Bell's face and is like, you should be warning people. And why did we have to face off against those Russian nationals in the first place? Blah, blah, blah. So, and he doesn't defend himself. That was about three months ago. Yes. Happened. Okay. Yes. So she goes to visit Michael B in the hospital and he tells her that one bad guy got away that he didn't kill. Um, and I only need a name. And she says, even if I could tell you, I wouldn't, but I don't know the name. It's <laughs> a good line. It is a good line. Yeah. I, only I, need I guess. One name. <laughs> I only need one name. <laughs> even if I could tell you, I wouldn't. And he's like, ugh, ugh, got shot in the gut. Yeah, pretty pretty standard stuff. So now Guy Pierce. That'd be a great. Uh, oh, sorry. That'd just be a great thing, Chris. Let's all three of us. Let's make it a point to use that line in our professional working lives in some way. Only you know, one some, name. Yeah, Only someone's name. Like, I'm gonna put you in touch with um, a software dev guy. Uh, it's a company, actually. I only need one name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just goal. It's, it's a goal. It's strong. It's strong. You know. Yeah, we'll report report, see who does it first and who does it better. Um, Okay, so Guy Pierce, Secretary of Defense, visits Jody at the DOD at her office. He knows her uncle and is like, yeah, he was a great intelligence guy. You're following in his footsteps. And uh, I need to wrap with you about Michael B. and his trustworthiness. Um, And he's just trying to get a feel for what her read is on him since he did survive. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, We're just like planting you know. seeds of like, what's up with him and her? Yeah, what's up with both of them? 
I got was ups. I'm asking was ups about both of them right now. <laughs> yeah. So cut to Michael B in physio. There's a short montage of him doing some training stuff, like walking on the, you know, looks like a yep. gymnastics thing and swimming. Very brief. And he seems to recover immediately. So that He's happened. getting his incredible muscles back in no yeah. time flat. <laughs> yep. No time. So, yeah. okay, back to Langley, the CIA. Jamie's there with Guy and Jody. And they confirm that the hits were from Aleppo, even though we already knew that. Um, but Jamie Bell says, it doesn't matter that the one guy is on the lam. We're not going to pursue this any further because the score is even. We killed some of their guys on Aleppo soil. They killed some of our guys, even Steven. So we're um, not going to retaliate and try to hunt this fourth guy. This isn't how military works. They don't. Vengeance doesn't have to... We acknowledge that soldiers perform a function. You don't need to kill the literal soldiers that killed your soldiers. That's not how it, that's not how it works. Clearly, something is up. You ask, was up? <laughs> I say, a lot is up. Because they're literally killing the guys that ran that particular mission. So, is up. A lot is up. Yeah, but also... It is, but also it's not interesting, unfortunately. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Jody... yeah, of course. But those two things can both be true at the same time. Yes, they're both true. So Jody goes Jody's pissed. She doesn't agree that this should be tabled. So she goes back to Michael B and says the case is over, but I could get fired for this, but here. And she like passes him some images of the toe tags on the dead guys, the dead guys that he did kill. Um and she gives him a name of a government untouchable, like an embassy guy Ooh. that would have gotten them. The diplomatic immunity? Yeah, that would have gotten them their IDs. So she <laughs> says, I won't give you the name of the fourth guy that lived that murdered your wife. And, the, and I know it. But I'll give you the names of the three guys that murdered your wife that you did kill and the name of a untouchable guy and you can find the name of the other guy yourself based on that well she's upset she wasn't upset the first time when she said she wouldn't and now she is because they're not pursuing the case but just, she's just yeah. making it harder for him i think she doesn't, doesn't know really the anyone. fourth guy's name i think that's legit okay because there's so no body to id yeah so okay. michael b goes into the boiler of his house and unearths a secret cache of weapons obviously yes yes Yes, he does. <laughs> so then he he pours, I think it was vodka, not sure, but he pours it all over his head. Um, I was confused until I wasn't. So he fakes <laughs> drunk in front of the embassy, and that was to make him smell like a drunk. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, but what you're saying is that he, by himself, in a semi-darkened room, shirtlessly pours liquid all over his chest. No, the shirtless, shirtless liquid pouring, that's still to come. Oh, there's later. multiple liquid pourings. Yeah, this was yes. shirt I'm on sorry, I'm getting ahead pouring. of myself. <laughs> there's actually, and there's later he's also going to be baptized. Uh, so there's a, yeah, quite a few coming up. <laughs> but I'll be very explicit. When he's shirtless, you'll know it. <laughs> okay. All right. I might need to pour vodka the rules over of my the game. <laughs> so he stumbles in front of the embassy. He doesn't really, yeah. I don't think achieves that much, but he has, he's close enough to have eyes on the untouchable leaving and being followed by security detail, like a second car SUV, like a senior, like a senior operative, kind of like old man in a limo with sunglasses or like a, yeah, that, all right. Like a government 
appointee in the embassy diplomatic right. immunity situation. Not some sort of like military kind of rooted person, more no. like a political backroom deal yes. kind Puppet of master. Yes. Yeah. Illuminati. I'm sorry, what um nation's embassy is this? Russia, I assume. Okay. So, okay. Well, so I don't know. Yeah. I was like, maybe yeah, Syria, I, I but think so. I think it's Russia. We know where they were. Yeah. Okay. So Michael B. follows the caravan, the main guy's car, and then his security car. Um, and he calls the cops on the SUV. He's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be that guy. But this car near me on the highway is careening. And I, I think maybe they just pointed a gun at me. So in any case, the cops come and pull over that SUV, which gives him freedom to pursue the main bad guy's car without mm-hmm. his security detail. Mm-hmm tight Mm -hmm. which he immediately rams with his own vehicle oh ramming goes straight to ramming straight to ramming this guy's name is like vasilovich or something so he rams Mm -hmm. vasilovich's car um gets out of his car so now they're both stopped on the side of the freeway he torches the car on purpose with a match or something um well what you can, if you throw a match at a car, I, I can it explodes. You. He, <laughs> I can assure you. It immediately explodes. Does, does he pour vodka all over the car, too? Yeah. I mean, he may as well. The car's engulfed he's, he's in flames. Jordan. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The guy's name is Vasiliev. So he's he's getting up in Vasiliev's jam. Yeah, he's coming in blazing hot. So he's the car's engulfed in flames. He opens the door. He shoots the driver without remorse. Oh, oh. And then sits remorse. in the back seat. And he just says... Like, my wife's name was Pam. You're going to say it before you die. Give me the name of the fourth guy on the lamb. And Sorry, just to be clear, he got into the blazing car. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sitting across from Vasiliev. Yep. Okay. And Vasiliev is reticent, so I think he shoots him in a, like, non-kill blow manner to get him, mm-hmm. you know, more gut motivated. Shot. Yeah. yeah. When you, when you want seven gut shots. Yeah, just shoot him seven times in the gut. Yeah. And then they're just like, owie. And he, <laughs> he says, death follow." Vasiliev says to Michael B., death follows you. And then in his dying oh. breath, he does give the name of the fourth guy, which to me wasn't even that relevant. But Michael B. then fully kill blows him, and that's that. So he has the information, and... I don't even really know what he learns. It's the fourth guy, but then also another name of someone who was like the mastermind of it, who ordered the kill in the first place. Okay. Victor Rykoff. He gets that name. Whatever that means to us, we'll come to him very soon. Victor Rykoff. Oh, yeah. so we... oh, sorry, Chris, go ahead. Played by, played by Brett Gelman, I'm just noticing. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> Gelman. I love Gelman. Like, <laughs> I really love Gelman, actually. I didn't notice he's in this. Also, he's really good at playing a bad guy, but he's also very funny. Yeah, he's always, and he, he can show up late in a movie or halfway through a movie and, you know, just... He's just a really a, yeah, he's for a, a, few he's scenes. a despicable man. Yeah. He always, I enjoy it when he turns up in Stranger Things, for instance. Um, so, Vasiliev provides the name of Viktor Rykov as played by Brett Gelman, but we don't know if that is the name of the fourth killer or not. It's just the next name provided to. I think he M- gives MBJ. I think it's who gave the direct order for the hit. Okay. I see. So the fourth man is still in play. Yeah, the fourth man really doesn't have bearing in this film. It's like mm. we're moving on to Rykov now. Rykov. Yeah. He wants to go to the top. Yeah. So. And you you definitely need to not have any remorse because like. The driver of that car probably had a family. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, his job also, is to drive around this rich, important person all day. And MBJ just came up and killed Blodo. Yeah, it right was now. it was harsh. Yeah. Also, um, you know, thank you for your service, Michael BJ. But um, I, as far as I can tell, this whole thing took place on regular American DC soil or Indeed. similar. And uh, he just went in and uh, not only wasted police resources by calling their attention to the SUV, but also murdered several people and left a burning car on the side of the road. Oh, he's arrested. Don't worry. We'll come to that. We don't oh, good. See, we, <laughs> we don't also see the arrest. Retired, also retired from the military. Yeah. And the weapons that he's using to do all of this murdering are the secret ones he kept stashed in his boiler. Yes. Or bought illegally afterwards. And I wish any of that had really come up or been explored. It's not. Uh, okay. Well, classic our mistake. <laughs> it's, what, it's what we do. If, M- if MBJ is able to make it through this, I'd love to see him team up with Liam Neeson's marksman character. I think they'd work well together. <laughs> I'm in. There's a new Liam coming up, and it looks pretty choice. Ooh, I can't wait till you tell me what happens in that movie on a future episode of this show. I know. Yeah, uh, I think I dropped in a month. Friend of the show. Uh, Patron okay. saint of the show at this point. Yeah, it's true. He's the one. There can only be one, and it's Liam Neeson. There can only be one. <laughs> well, we're never going to do a Tom. That's never going to happen. So No, no it's like him and uh, Melissa McCarthy in second place or something. <laughs> If those two and Mark Wahlberg ever do a movie together, we're gonna that we're gonna end that'll the show be, with that. That'll yeah, be, that'll, <laughs> that'll be canceled. Yeah. Okay, so this information about this Russian controversy that there was a murder on U.S. soil of a Russian diplomat, and that maybe it's tied back to the Aleppo thing leaks on the media. We see Guy Pierce watching it on the news. Everyone blames Jody Turner Smith, but can't prove it, even though. She did share the info with Michael B, but did not leak it to the media. So that's hazy of, like, who's getting the information out there. And when you say everyone, we're talking Guy Pierce, And secretary, Jamie. Yeah. And Jamie Bell. Yeah. So Guy Pierce is the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Of the United States of America. Oh. And Jamie Bell and Jody work at um, the CIA? I think some sort of combo of DOD, CIA combo. Jamie, they're both Indeed. under, they're both like lower level than Guy Pierce for sure. Right, right, right. Because he's the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's, it's pretty, pretty big. But he's, uh, so he's straight up political. Jamie Bell is like an office person. Yeah. And she's and Jody's former military. military background. Yeah. Now admin. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So they now see that MJ has a target on his back because he's opened minor war on. Russian embassy people. Well, I mean, he had a target on his back when four strangers showed up at his house <laughs> to try to murder him. Yeah, well. that's true. He's and maintained several times. He's maintained the target on his back. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Guy and Jamie discuss it, and Guy thinks that maybe he's like, maybe he shook the tree in a good way. Like, we need this. We can't, okay. we couldn't have done this in our normal channels, but this, like, rogue guy, like, maybe it was effective. So, like, let's not shut him down quite yet. But wow. Michael B. is That's jailed, and Jody comes to visit him, and he says, is, do you think there's a uh, coincidence that I'm in a jail filled with Russian mobsters? Mm. Like, they're about to kill me? And he's mad at the military, and he says, 
I fought for military that I believed in, but they didn't believe in me. And they crossed the line when they brought a war to my house. There's a lot of dialogue like that in this film. He's blaming the American military for that? Yes. That they should never have done the Aleppo mission in the first place, and then that's what got this whole controversy started and got his wife murdered, which, fair, it's true. Because we do know there was some level of geopolitical game playing going on in that Aleppo mission. Yes. And he says, I'll show them what a pawn can do to a king. (laughs) He's got some bangers. (laughs) All I need is one name. Death follows you? Or that was Vasiliev, the untouchable. Who was very touchable, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, he got touched. So... (laughs) MJ says to Jody Turner-Smith, I've got information, but I'm not going to give it to you until you get me out of here. So she goes back to see what she can do. Meanwhile, he is in his cell, and he takes the towel that is provided, wraps his hand, and then takes off his shirt. So he's shirtless now. It's happening. It's, it's happening, happening right now. He shoves his t- the top of his uh, prison uniform into the sink yeah. um, and turns water on to get like a flood going and then also douses himself in water on his physique to get slippery yeah to get slippery yeah yeah smart wet and wild (laughs) so the floor's got like a couple inches he's slippery and he's got the towel so a couple guys from the russian mob come and he disarms them (laughs) real fast so (laughs) (laughs) it's it's the is they the come towel... in, in riot gear, by the way. I saw this in the trailer. Yeah, he disarms them without a real problem yeah. because it's wet. How does, the towel do? How does the towel wrapped around his hand help? What, what was the what's the goal there? I think he Fist. punches them better. Yeah, it's a little padding for his fist. It's like a boxing glove for the punching for punching through what riot gear. Okay. Russian riot gear. Yeah, but a lot of leg sweeping, a lot of disarming of the riot gear itself and then some of the guards come and he takes one of the still living assailants by the neck and like a hostage pose and says you better close the door or i'm going to start breaking necks so they do like close him in the cell okay so he's closed in and he's got this hostage guy um and then very soon after the u.s marshal comes and like knocks on the door and he opens a little slit yeah, where you would speak through, and Classic. says, uh, "There's a phone call for you," and he slips him a phone, and it's Jody. Like, as if he had this planned. He's like, "Well, I need a phone call, so I should probably take this guy hostage." <laughs> yeah. I need, and by um, by saying I need a phone call, I mean I need someone to call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Unnamed he told her person. to get him out. So the phone call to <laughs> jail, and this. <laughs> This jail is in Washington, D.C.? I guess so, yeah. Or in that area. Yeah. And it's it's a standard city jail or whatever, right? It's yeah, not a military it's jail. jail. Just regular jail, yeah. Regular jail. Yeah, okay. So okay. So he says, hello, Michael B. Jordan speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm without remorse. Uh, so Jody, she says, we're getting you out, but you have to tell us... Th- you have to trade us the information. So he's taken out. He meets with Guy, Jamie, Jody, and a new character, the female leader of the CIA. And okay, he the CIA director Dillard. Dillard. Yeah. Dillard. Yeah. That's a good name. <laughs> Get off my ass, Dillard. 
So, okay, I guess now now that I'm looking at the notes, it's all coming back to me. So he gives them the name of what he thinks is the fourth gunman, and they say, no, that guy's already dead. Um, but he says, well, Vasiliev told me, so maybe you should look into it. And they say that this guy, Viktor Rykov, was a deep cover operative, like an equivalent, like a KGB equivalent, but like deep in American cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, like, he's a known, like, bad terrorist, and they've been trying to get him for years and thought he was already dead. But if he's alive, they should probably do something about it. And so they show him a photo of what they think he looks like, and Michael B. IDs him. He's like, yep, that's the fourth guy from my house. Is that picture a picture of Brad Kelman? <laughs> yes, it is. Fantastic. <laughs> I love how this guy just seems to be the ultimate killer, and he's such a, um, to use a term from earlier in our call, such a doof. Yeah. <laughs> So he's both the yeah. fourth man and a high-level security threat. And you said he was deep, deep, very deep. And by that, do you mean he was well implanted in the American military? Like he had like a high-level CIA job or something like that? I don't know but if he was, he was in really the – yeah, I think so. Like society, he, and like just... has an American accent. He was like living as a local Okay. Okay. that way. And I think maybe he did have a government job. I'm not sure. Um Where's Chigande? I don't know. We're never going to know. So. Oh, my God. I'm getting worried. <laughs> it all sounds like you're saying Gigante, which <laughs> makes me think of Resident Evil. But that's a different discussion. Uh, what a game. I, I can't see I'm on the that. final boss. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Michael B. I I didn't save properly. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. Now you, get, you, get, you get the pleasure of fighting him again. Yeah. So they say we need to extract him and get more information out of him. And Michael B. wants in on the mission. And Jody says, I think that's probably a bad idea. You're too close to it. And he says, I'm the only one who has the passion for it. And I'm off grid. (laughs) Basically, that's his argument. And Guy says, you know what? I'm going to let you go and do the mission. But when you get back, you have to go back to jail and finish out your sentence as a murderous felon. Cool? And he says, cool, because my life has no meaning anyway. That's stupid. Okay. All right. Yeah, a deal very has, stupid. A deal has been struck. And they're going to go extract Brett Gelman because they know where he is? Yeah, they know where he is. They find out immediately. Like, there's no investigation sequence. They thought he was dead. Now they think he's alive. And now and they know no he's in Germany. Yep. He's in Germany. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Well, okay. time to go get him. Yep. Let's so... take this uh, murder felon to Germany and let him <laughs> loose on uh, on this uh, deep state Brad Gelman. Yep, and that's exactly what they do. So they fly to Leipzig. Leipzig? I don't know Ooh, how to say it. Leipzig. 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 And they're all there. I'm sure Gigande is of the team, but I don't know what his character is. Um, so there's a group okay. of guys. It's Michael B. It's Jody. It's Jamie. And maybe like five other guys. Including Gigande. And Jamie I'm, says... I'm imagining that all five of them are played by Gigande. <laughs> Just one has a mustache, you know? No. One, one has, has black a... hair, one has red hair. One has glasses. He's the tech geek of the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's all green screen. Yeah. 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 One Tom is a party hot. dude. One likes machines. <laughs> and one is cool. Cool. But I have to crude. say... Crude. <laughs> crude. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, Jamie says, we're considered off-grid, and we can leave no trace behind of our U.S. presence because... Black ops, baby. Yeah, we're black ops, and, like, this would be a global situation if this was discovered. So you got to go in, you got to get out clean. 
and I'll meet you there at the rendezvous point. And they're like, meet us there. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. We have to be separate. So Jamie just goes <laughs> off. And, um, and so it's oh, MBJ, my... the five gigantes, and Joe and Jody. Turner-Smith? Yeah. Okay. So they get on a plane. Oh, and he says, he says, I want to make it right, but my life doesn't matter. And Jody says, just promise you'll abide by our plan to extract. And he says, I'm tired of making promises I can't keep. So All right. He can't, he can't promise not to murder this guy. Yep. That's what he's saying? He's yep, like, I might murder him. Yep. That's exactly what he's saying. I hear you asking me not to murder him, and I can't give you that. Yeah. I love murder. I love murder. I just can't murder. promise it. Too much. Yeah. And you say they're getting back on another plane. They're going to fly out of Leipzig and go elsewhere? Yeah. They go on a new... So they have to go to Murmansk? Sounds... I sounds think now Eastern. they're going to Russia. Maybe sounds Germany Russia. was just the in-between... Leipzig is eastern point. East Germany, you know, pretty far okay. east, close to the Czech and Poland. Okay, so now and we're so going to Russia. Jamie My Bell sa- and Jamie Bell said, "I'll meet you in Murmansk." Yeah, which is a great Murmansk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's from the Russian translation of Zoolander. So yeah. they get on the plane and they're poised to do a halo jump. Into the Russian airspace. Yeah, it's definitely Russian airspace. But before they do that, another plane, a Russian plane, comes by, like, next to them and starts yelling through their speaker system, like, identify yourself or we're going to missile you. And they don't identify themselves. They just kind of take cover on the ground and they get missiled and their plane Mm. is destroyed and crashes into the sea. Oh. And they're all all dead, except... One of the gigantes. No, they're mostly the all alive. Did. No, they're. Oh. I think they're all alive for now. But all it's their gear. Missling. They're like, we have to go. We have to go. I'm like, um, go from what? Yeah, and you've been discovered. Like it's over. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. What's happening? But they're gonna napalm your ass. Yeah, but they they don't feel that way. I felt that way, but they weren't as concerned. And Michael B says, but I have to go get our gear. So he goes deep underwater. And I've just realized now why this is important for later. Uh, yes. Very exciting to me. So he goes, (laughs) (laughs) you're telling yourself the story. Ah, yes. (laughs) And yet it still has surprises for you. Everything's falling into place. (laughs) That's amazing. Without remorse. (laughs) Sam just had a plot payoff of a story she's telling. Incredible. He dives deep into the flooded plane to retrieve all their gear, including like a blow up emergency speedboat. Right. And he's just holding his 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 standard military issue. (laughs) He just swims up with it, but he's down Uh there for a long time. Mm -hmm. He's good at swimming. Um, Does he have his shirt off? He does not, unfortunately. So cold. Probably the, I don't know, one of those seas. Yeah, those Russian seas. It is. Chile. Yeah, so the emergency speedboat to the, the edge of Murmansk. And it's like mm-hmm. a, a port city, so there's just like freighters and stuff. So they just, they're just there undetected. And yep. Michael B is like, we should use our presumed death as an edge. They'll never know we're coming. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. I can, yeah, I okay. That. I see it. So the team introduces themselves using real names. One of them says, my name is Kim Gigande. And then the other one says, my name is Kim Gigande. And if we're going to have to die <laughs> with each other, dude. we may as well know our real identities. <laughs> okay. And it's supposed to be like so, a humanizing, moving scene. 
Oh. They they they're off the grid. They're so off the grid now and so fatalistic that they feel that it's okay to drop the I guess what would be protocol is that they don't tell each other each other's names. Yeah. They were they're gonna cast that aside to to bond as humans. Yes, exactly. A, a touching moment in Mermance. <laughs> yeah. So Michael B. is like, that was no accident that that plane knew we were coming. This has all been planted, and it must have been Jamie Bell. So they reconvene with Jamie Bell, and he's with a couple locals paying them off. And Michael B. gets up in his face and, like, throws him against the wall. And he's like, why did you do this? Who are you paying off? Who are you working for? And Jamie Bell says... Yeah, I'm paying them, but I'm paying them for information because I thought you were all dead, and I still want to get the bad guy. How do you get in? Yeah, I don't know. We don't see that. He's just there. All right. Well, that's fishy. Flute commercial. <laughs> yeah. And and Michael B. puts a gun to his head. He's like, I don't believe you. None of this adds up. But eventually he stands down and accepts a tentative truce with Jamie. Um, and so then – so they know exactly where Rykoff is. I don't know how. It's – this movie's not good. I'll just, I'll go with that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we'll, they, we'll accept that. They seem to get, they seem to, under, to find out where he was pretty quick once they decided to look for him. And, true. and I think got there we can no agree problem. that they underused Jigunde. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yes. they prepare. Well, not in my, movie. <laughs> my head, there's five of them. They prepare a safe house across from where Rykoff is, and they can, like, see him plain as day with through their windows. And MJ in has an apartment, him, a hotel. Yeah, just in an apartment or uh, like a ground okay. level or maybe second level. I think it's second level. Just like in a building, not a well-guarded building. It's run of the mill. And MJ has him in his sights with his gun, but he doesn't shoot him, which I didn't really understand why he didn't. I guess he wanted to give him a talking to. So they planned. He, the, promised, he promised not to murder. He promised he couldn't promise not to murder. I know. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But he at least. I assumed he'd at least try not to murder, and he just—he was saying, "Oh, you're right. I might murder, but like I'll do my best not to. But I just can't promise." I guess. So this is him trying not to murder. Fair and succeeding. And he's good for a and time. Succeeding. Yeah. So they plan the break but addiction's, in. Addiction's yeah. hard, you know. Yeah. And the yeah, plan—the the plan is to just uh, extract. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Extract, yeah. smooth, clean, hidden. MJ goes in first, and then he barricades the door behind him, precluding oh, the boy. rest of his team from joining him. Oh, God. Rykoff is in this room waiting for him, very nonplussed, and he says, I didn't kill your wife. A decision did. Mm. And then he says, okay. I'm deep A decision? In- is that, like, the situation? <laughs> so, like, a guy? <laughs> He's like, this is just how it is. It wasn't, like, a thing I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, and he says, "I'm deep in the CIA," which I'm still not even sure if that's true. But he says, "I'm deep in the CIA. There is no op. Like they're saying that I'm a mastermind with further ops that you're trying to prevent. None of that's true. There is no op. They wanted you here. They want me here. This is the op. We're in the Mm. op." So this is now this is some Tom Clancy shit right there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, it gets Clancy day, now. <laughs> this isn't going, the going op. Full Clancy. We're the op. Yeah, and he's strapped. He reveals his chest strapped with dynamite. Okay. And, is that part of the op? Uh, yeah, and he says, we have to be sacrificed for the ideal. We are just players in it. 
and he's Michael B says, what is the ideal? And he says, for America, we have to be the true patriots. And on cue, he explodes himself. That's hmm. uh, all right. And uh, so I assume Michael B. Jordan got a few gut shots and wakes up in the hospital. <laughs> nope, he's fine. But a sniper oh. attacks the crew from the next building over. And so that's underway. Uh, one of the Gigan days gets hit. Doesn't die quite yet, but he does soon. Um, so, sorry. <laughs> so, so wait, sorry. He gets blown up in the same room as Gelman. Yeah. But from a distance, from a safe distance his, of like 30 of feet. Team, and the rest of his team is still in the uh, in the safe house across the way, and they get attacked by snipers? No, they're just no, outside they're... the door of that apartment, aren't they? Yeah, they're in oh, the same I see. building. They're outside the door, but, yeah. but they can't get in because he barricaded, so then they get attacked by snipers. And Michael B. gets They're all being attacked from every which way. Okay. And then Jody looks out the window and sees the Russian police have come, and they also get sniped. And so she now they've all kind of reconnected. Michael B.'s with them. And she says, they're doing this on purpose to put blame on Americans. And Michael B. says, this attack and the attack in Aleppo and everything since has been a setup. This mm-hmm. has all been just a plan. And Jamie Bell says... I'm starting to think I'm the op. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says, they want to start a new war. Who's they? The whoever, whoever decided to put this in motion, which we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. This could, I think it's America. I think this is... Uh... Yeah. An inside job, if you know what yep. I mean. But anyhow, they have a skirmish with a bunch of Russian bad guys. Jody knifes one after her gun jams. Um, one of the Gigan mm-hmm. days dies. And oh, Michael no. B. is like, R. what R. do you B. want me to tell your children? And he, like, sputters out a couple words. And he doesn't even get it all out. It was pretty disappointing. Without remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Death follows you. And Michael B. says, let me go to the roof to give you guys cover because we can't leave any trace of you as U.S. soldiers because then they will get the war. But if it's just me, I'm just some guy, like some hot-headed felon out for vengeance. And so I can be found dead here and it won't be an international incident. Jesus Christ. That's pretty thin. You were uh, you were a member of like the Navy SEALs three months ago. But okay. <laughs> And also, he's taking this whole "my life is meaningless" thing a little far, a little fast. Like, okay, man. Like, I mean, he it. did. His wife and Prego did get his murdered. His wife and Prego did get murdered, but in any case, he goes up to the roof and he throws a grenade, just basically into Russia, just into the crowd, and starts sniping. <laughs> uh, and the team. This guy has no remorse. He has no remorse. Um, the team escapes. He's up there. He's taking hits. And then he jumps through a skylight back into the building. Um, More Mm -hmm. ground tactical guys are there who he kills um, without remorse. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, using his own body kills. A lot of gun kills. Just a lot of of variety pack of kills. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think he kills in this movie? Mm, Maybe 30? Yeah, I was going to say 60. But 60. Like it's that's more six, Rambo numbers. 60 is more Rambo numbers. Yeah. They're more that's more Rambo Wick level. Yeah. 30's a lot. That's one every three minutes <laughs> in a 90 minute movie. Yeah, it's a lot. But not right, yeah, but not like a crazy action star a lot. Um, okay, then he explodes the safe house and limps into the night. He he finds a cop and like takes his uniform and um hijacks kills an ambulance. I don't think he kills him, but he takes his outfit, limps into the night, and takes an ambulance. Okay. 
where Jody later finds him just kind of like laying there, beaten. In, in an ambulance? In an in ambulance. A ambulance? In a yeah, Russian ambulance. He's driving the in ambulance. In a police uniform. Yeah. <laughs> in a Russian police uniform, in a Russian ambulance. That he's pulled over and is just laying low in pain. And Jody finds him. She's like, whoa. Didn't expect you to be laying past seven in the same <laughs> Yeah, no. I, she finds him on purpose, and she's like, the others went ahead. Let's go. So she takes him to another boat, this time not a dinky emergency boat, but, you know, a real vessel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Jamie's there and helps him limp in. And because of that, he thinks Jamie isn't bad anymore. He's like, I underestimated you, or I misjudged you. And then Michael B. says, I thought I was a pawn hunting a king, but Rykov was just a pawn like me on the other side. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And uh, G- your, yeah. your chess metaphors are starting to get a little foggy here. Right? It's not my okay. fault. Not you. I'm talking to MBJ oh, yeah. here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. I took um, a great umbrage. Um, he, he thought... Rykov was the king. Oh, right, because that's what they told him. They told him that Rykov was the mastermind. Yeah. What they didn't tell him was that Rykov was going to be in the movie for, like, one minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't give him that heads up. And no. Jamie Bell says, there's a duffel of cash inside the boat. You could just take it and, like, fade into the night. Oh, and that's when he, what? That's when he says, I was wrong about you. <laughs> I was wrong about you. I didn't know you were going to give me a duffel of cash. Yeah. You give somebody a duffel bag of cash and their opinion is wrong you about you, man. Change. Yeah. Hey. yeah. I had you all wrong, bro. But he declines the offer. Meanwhile, back in the U.S., Guy Pierce okay. watches the news. Now more of the information is leaked about these incidents, and they're speculating that it's um, igniting Russia-U.S. controversy in a way that has not been seen since the Cold War. And he seems and, pleased and the watching news, the news. These news headlines would be things like, man who is clearly American military throws grenades into Russian crowds. Into <laughs> no, Russia. No, it's like <laughs> into Russia, plane, plane shot down over sea, trying to figure out why. Four oh, yeah, Gigonde corpses <laughs> found <laughs> in Murmansk. <laughs> One Gigonde still at large. <laughs> hmm. okay. Missing ambulance. So. Missing ambulance. Missing police uniform. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot going on. So Guy is watching this news in a restaurant, and then he goes into the bathroom where Michael B. is waiting for him in the john and confronts him. Who went to the bathroom? Guy Pierce goes into the bathroom, and Michael B. is waiting for him. And so he says, I had to go. He's like, I thought you were dead. And he says, I had to go ghost to to bring you all the info. I know the CIA isn't planning all of it. Guy acts uh-huh. surprised at first. Um, and then Michael B says more stuff about what's been happening in Murmansk and guy like doesn't really react to it. And then Michael B says, you know what? None of that was in the official report, but you didn't seem surprised at all. Therefore, like you've been a part of this the whole time, which he does not deny. Gotcha. Yeah. So then Michael B lightly strangles him. Uh, not to death, just a little bit, just to knock him out. And the next thing we see, he's kidnapped Guy into an SUV and is driving him. Um, he threatens Guy's family and says, like, I know your daughter goes to, like, whatever, like, Wesleyan College, lovely girl, and your wife, is whatever, like, all these details. And he basically just says, I'm going to kill them all unless you admit all of this. And Guy says, you know who won World War II? It was the economists, not the generals. A country needs an enemy to give us purpose. And we haven't had that in a long time. And so 
I'm doing this for our people because if we have a threat to our freedom, then we can galvanize our own energy. But Michael B., you just wouldn't die, would you? Hmm. So he just confesses all of it. Like, it's very easy. So the long and short of it is Guy Pierce orchestrated the Aleppo thing and the attack on the guys and Michael B and all the Rykoff thing, all of it, even though it seems like you couldn't plan all of it that well. Cause there are a lot of variables, but he's behind it all. Uh, And he says, you're going to have to say my wife's name before you die. It was Pam. Then he drives the car into the river with both of them in it. They are both Mm -hmm. in the midst of drowning. Michael B dreams about his own wife and like, where are you? Are you in heaven? Can we reunite? Uh, And all that happens. And they're in there for a really long time, drowning, yeah. cut to mm-hmm. his funeral, Michael B's funeral, with Jody taking the, you know, folded up flag, like the military yep. Yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on the radio, she goes into her car, takes the flag, and on the radio in her vehicle, there was a report of Guy Pierce being found drowned in a river by suicide and mm-hmm. uh, that he's suspected of treason. Oh. So all that happens off screen, and then she turns off the radio, and Michael B. comes from the back of the car and says, hey, I was listening to that. So he's alive. Tight. So and Jody just, she just knew. participated in a fake funeral for him? Fake funeral. And so what I pieced together moments ago was the reason we had to see him deep dive to get all that gear is to show that he could be underwater for so long. Uh-huh. He's a so front man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was his purported cause of death? Great question. Unrelated, drowned by suicide. I think it's like pre... (laughs) Same lake. Pre... I think it was like in Russia, presumed death. Right, right. Yes. Uh, The the dynamite, the Gelman dynamite. Yeah. Right. So, but she knew. And so we flash back to the rescue. She came down with like scuba gear. It was all arranged and helped him out. But he was under... there for a really long time because he's an expert frog swimmer um and then we see jamie bell playing a recording of guy's confession which michael b didn't get waterlogged somehow um digital baby yeah digital and asks for a favor to whomever he's telling this to just like random intelligence people and the favor is him getting fake ids for michael b so michael b meets up with jody at I think a train station or an airport. She gives him the IDs and he says, I'm going to disappear forever. And she says, I know you're dead and all, but don't be a stranger. And he says, I won't. And so that's the end of the movie. And then I didn't stick around for the end sequence. But what I've read is that Michael B and Jamie Bell reconvene later and discuss putting together Rainbow Six. The Rainbow Team. Yep. That's the movie. 